Welcome back. It's nice to see you. It's nice to see you as well. It's been a few weeks. It's been a fucking hot minute. Yeah. It just... Last week, we have talked about this already before we even got on here. Last week was a little rough for me. I don't I don't necessarily like doing this by myself. I did not know what day it was, so that was totally my fault because I texted you on lunch asking if you guys wanted to come over because... I'd already invited the boys mm-hmm. in the house after lunch to play games. And I was like, oh, yeah, they should come too. And then you're like, we need a podcast. I'm like, huh, what day is it? It's 1,000% my fault. Like, I will take 1,000% credibility for this because I didn't message you on Tuesday and say that we weren't recording. And then Wednesday, it was still shitty. And so I was like, oh, we'll just record on Thursday. And was going to message you. And I saw your message come through. And I was like, nope, I can't do that. (laughs) We have to record. (laughs) I should have just recorded on Tuesday. Is what I should have done. And just been like, oh, shit. We totally should have. Because, like, the weather does not affect me getting places. And I've, I tell people this all the time, like, the weather does not affect me getting places or getting home from places because I always have a four-wheel drive vehicle, always, mm-hmm. and I can drive. Like, I'm a decent driver in this weather, slow and steady. So, like, if you would have called and been like, hey, let's do the podcast tonight, I would have been like, okay. Like, it was any other Tuesday. <laughs> See, me... I do not have a four-wheel drive. I have a two-wheel drive. I have not exactly. gone any fucking where without Daniel because I'm like, first off, this is our only vehicle. If I wreck this motherfucker, it is not going to be good for any of us. Screwed. So, I was just like, uh, we'll, we just won't worry about it. And then I was like, well, so, honestly, you know, we took those two weeks off. Mm-hmm. And I even went back and looked at the message to see the date that it was. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're not doing one this week. <laughs> So I just, you know, I was like, oh, she didn't say anything. I told Steven, I was like, oh, she hasn't messaged me yet. So I guess we're not doing one this week. And that is 1000% my fault because usually I am the fucking lady who messages every Tuesday like, hey, we still on today. And then after I told you that we were going to take two weeks off and then, you know, we rebranded, which I didn't even talk to you about the rebrand because I just kind of did it by myself. You know? Yeah. I just did my typical fashion. Granted, not a lot is changing, okay? We're still going to be probably bickering back and forth. We're going to be talking about all the mom stuff, but it's going to be a lot more strictly mom stuff. And I got rid of all the old episodes. Yeah, I not that. Not because I didn't love them. They're still archived on my computer. But I want a fresh start. Exactly. And so. I can understand that, and I totally get that. So, yeah. And then I did just, after those two weeks I told you we weren't going to record, I just have, like, everything erased out of my fucking brain. Okay. (laughs) So. It snowballed from a small break to, oh, shit, I forgot Lish was involved. You know? Fuck ever. Oh, my God. (laughs) You even had to message today and ask what time we were recording. Steven had to ask if we were recording, and I'm like, of course, we're, it's Tuesday, duh. Well, I didn't work yesterday, so technically today's Monday, so this is a little weird for me. It felt like a fucking Monday today. It did. 
Definitely felt like a fun day. Yeah, I had a three and a half day weekend. Nice. Yeah, it was very nice. We got called off early for from work because of the weather, and then three day weekend because of the holiday. So that was nice. I just need to tell you, I I wished for the snow. Did oh, not wish for the ice. Okay, hey, this is you bullshit. Usually get ice when there is snow. So All the time. Usually. Yeah. This is bullshit. I was fully prepared. I even made sure all the dogs had all their medicines and were all finalized with their housebreaking. So everybody's inside right now. Nice. Yeah. All of our animals are always inside, so it's right. not anything fucking different. But uh, I'm just... The weather isn't really the issue. I couldn't care less. You know, I'm able to work from home, so that's nice. You know, I still get to do the things that I need to do. If I have to get out, I have my own personal chauffeur. Daniel. Right. Um, what is really bothering me about this weather in general are two things. First thing, these kids haven't been to school in, in almost a month. Yeah. And I'm about to lose my ever-loving mind on them yeah. my kids like hazel didn't go to daycare at all last week and didn't go to daycare today so like usually she's kind of the easier one the other two fight so much i am so ready for them to go back to school and daycare you have no idea i love them to death but i have not had a break for almost a month now i'm about to shake them it doesn't work i know they're, they're too, too old, old. But for real, like, I told Daniel, I said, if they miss another fucking day of school. I bet they end up missing Friday because we're supposed to have a snowstorm come in. Hey, at least I'm going to get two days of school in this week. Right. Which they said they're running the... They're running blacktop. Blacktops, yeah, whatever route. The non-rural route, yeah. whatever. I'm going to take my kids to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to take Hazel's daycare, and I'm going to go to work tomorrow. Because I need to get out of this fucking house. I'm over it. Straight up over it. I, it wouldn't be so bad if my kids could go outside. But if they go outside right now, they're going to get fucking frostbite. Within a few minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, I might as rough. well just suck it up for the next. That's what I'm, I don't like about this, this snowstorm. Not all of the snowstorms, but this one. Is the temperature's too cold, you can't even enjoy it. Like, we still have some soft snow at home. Yeah. And I can't even let the kids go out and play in it. Yeah, because it's it's negative 11 degrees outside. Exactly. It was negative 7 when I got to work at 8 o'clock this morning. Yeah. That is insane. And with the wind chill, like, the other night, it was, I think it was, like, negative... 27, I think. I think the real temperature was negative 11. It was, like, negative 30 wind chill. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. That is crazy. Like... People's houses are going to start literally exploding with either frozen pipes or, like, no electricity and that type of shit. Pipes, different pipes busting. Like, people's houses are not going to withstand this. And it's crazy. I don't think we've had this cold in years. Like, multiple years. I think last year we had, like, a day or two. 
of like negative degree weather, but I don't think it was quite as bad as this. All I know is my electricity bill is gonna fucking kill me next month. Yeah. I Great, paid extra like, on this last month, so that I had a little bit of a credit because I knew this was coming. See, I prepare for this because every year about this time, like usually we're sitting at about two to three hundred, and then January, February rolls around, we're sitting at 600 Like, I'm not even kidding. That is what our electricity bills goes to. So I already plan for that shit. Like, I know that it's coming. But, yeah, it just fucking sucks. Thankfully, our pipes haven't frozen or burst or anything. The thing that scared me the most is our water line is broken. Our water line's been broken since we put in the other water line. Right. So, like, our sewer line technically is broken. Um, and so it's just, like, a hole in the ground. (laughs) I don't know. I I am probably saying this way wrong, and somebody's gonna be like, Cindy, you're a fucking idiot, which is fine, because I am. Um, but I was worried that that was gonna freeze, and then we're gonna have a whole hell of a lot more issues. Yeah. Knock on wood, some goddamn where. Hasn't happened. But I have ran the washing machine 20 million times and it pumps out of there. Uh, With you being gone to work tomorrow and Thursday, probably, make sure you leave stuff dripping. Daniel will be home. I know he'll be home, but you still need to leave it dripping. We do it every night, yeah. Okay. And even during the day if it's cold, which is supposed to be warmer tomorrow. I think it's supposed to be like 30 tomorrow. Yeah. Which is crazy. (laughs) That's awesome. It's fucking tight tomorrow, guys. It's cold. I can fucking wear shorts tomorrow, man. Uh, in all honesty, I'm so fucking ready for spring. Like, get all this shit melted. Rain 700 times. Make it a tsunami in my goddamn backyard. I don't I'll care. Get rid of the hole. fucking snow. I'll take a mud hole. I like the snow. I do. And like, I like the snow. Hate the ice. I'm not trying to fucking go nowhere with ice. I still go places. I mean, I will drive places. I don't like having a fear of busting my ass walking outside. Eh. See, that doesn't scare me. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I hopped out of the truck. Your dad must have dropped you on your head a bunch of times. No, it was my older sister. She didn't oh, like me. Oh, there you go. Um, she was six years older than me. Of course she didn't like me. So, I hopped out of the truck the other day multiple times, same night. And yes, I had a couple beers. I literally had four that whole night. I hopped out of the truck and Steven's like, oh, be careful. And I was like, no, I got this. And landed perfectly. And he's like... I about busted my ass, and I literally, all he had to do was step out of the truck, and I had to hop out because it's so tall. Jesus. And then getting back in and back out again had no issues. And he's like, how the hell do you keep doing that? I'm like, I'm just good. Like, I'm just good on ice. Like, that doesn't, I don't know, it does not affect me. Like, the weather does not affect me. It fucking affects me. Besides my joints being really swollen and stuff, like, that's why I don't have my rings on. My joints Mine are swollen, aren't swollen, but like but my fingers, ooh. like the meat, is shrinking down to where my rings just fall off. Mm-hmm. But my joints are swollen. They look really nasty. You guys can't see it, but my hands look really nasty right now. I'm pretty sure that I just got a hint of arthritis, so my I my whole body do. fucking hurts. Yeah. Okay. Last week on the podcast, I talked about my 2024 goals. Do you have any? They're not New Year's resolutions, because I don't fucking do that, because as soon as February comes around, I'm done with resolutions. Like, it's not a thing. So, what are, do you have any goals for 2024? 
Thank you very much for asking. Yes, I do. You're welcome. So, I have a few that aren't really, like, that big of a deal. And then I have a couple that are, they're not really goals. They're just, like, plans and, like, I plan and want to achieve those plans. That's a goal. Kind I of did, a goal. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you think that is. That you just gave the definition of a goal. It's not necessarily a goal because it has to deal with my garden. So, like, not really a goal. So, some of the things that I am working towards, and I've done pretty good so far this year. Um, I'm cutting back drinking. I was not an alcoholic. But. Borderline. Is that what you were going to say? No. <laughs> I was going to say, but... Oh, sorry. Alcoholism runs in my family. And I noticed that I was coming home from work and wanting a beer. Mm-hmm. And I've never been that person. Like, I do not have an addictive personality. Like, I don't get addicted to things. Well, I vape and have been trying to stop for six months, probably. And I can't. So, I'm scared, and I'm being very vulnerable right now, so please don't judge me. So, I'm working on cutting back on my drinking. So, we went out last Friday. I had six beers. Uh, We went out New Year's Eve, and I dumped my last beer of the night down the drain, which, you know, I usually do that because I'm too drunk to drink it, and I was completely, like, Barely, barely buzzed. So I'm working on cutting back on my drinking. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. I'm working on eating healthier because that is something that I think is causing my stomach issues. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't eat trash, but I don't eat the best. So that is something that we are all working towards in our household. We are all working towards eating healthier. and. Some of us, like Stephen, would like to lose a little bit of weight. So that is something that will help him lose a little bit of weight. And then my other thing that's not really a goal, but I want to do it. I want to expand my garden and work better towards maintaining my garden. There you go. Yeah, and that's it. That's all I got. Three. Okay. I have questions for your three. Okay. First question is, you said that you want to cut back on your drinking. What is your ideal, like, because goals have, like, a, yes, like, an end point, like, to where you, like, achieve your goals. So, what is your, like, end goal? Like, what what amount or, like. I don't want to drink any more than once a week. Okay. And I don't want to drink over, I don't know, six, six to ten drinks a night. Like, I don't want to be drunk. Like, I like to socially drink, and that's mm-hmm. my thing. And I don't want to be drunk. I don't want to feel that buzz. I just want to socially drink. And this is going to sound crazy because I know a lot of people don't like beer, but I like the taste of beer. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever I was pregnant, I wanted the taste of beer. And it's something with the hops that I just like. Mm-hmm. And I drank non-alcoholic beer when I was pregnant. Yeah. Because it was something I just, like, it was almost like a craving whenever I was pregnant. And I, like, barely drank before I got pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like, barely. Like, once a month, maybe, had a few drinks. 
So like, I just, I want to limit the amount mm -hmm. that I drink a month, you know, so no more than once a week or less. So like, if we don't have plans, if we don't go out during the week or the weekend, I don't want to drink at all. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to drink at home and I don't want to get drunk. So, like, those are my goals. So, like, six beers gets me feeling, like, okay. And any more than that, like, you, depending on if I eat and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, those are my goals for the whole drinking. Okay. And my plans to achieve those goals. There you go. I like that. Yeah. On your eating healthy, mm -hmm. are you going to start making your own stuff or, like, are you meal planning to do that? Are you just buying like healthier stuff at the store? Like what's your what's your goal there? So I'm planning on buying more fresh fruits and vegetables mm -hmm. and being smarter when I buy them. So instead of buying like we like salads. Like mm -hmm. Steven likes a good meat salad. So like he likes steak or like chicken breast in his. I like the chicken strips or the breaded tenderloin in mine like that's how I like my sat like big meat yeah. salads so by the not pre-made or pre-packaged salad by the whole head lettuce, lettuce yeah they last longer they're a lot fresher than the bag mix and if I can start buying that more regularly and then I have been really good lately about like hey, this is about to go bad. We need to make sure we eat it before it goes mm -hmm. bad. Like, making sure that our meals use up the things before they go bad. So, I think that's probably the... And not buying all the processed foods. So, like, yeah. uh, I do keep some of that stuff at the house. So, like, the other night the kids had a babysitter. I can't ask them to cook a whole meal. Right. And we left early enough that I didn't cook a meal because our kids don't eat until a little bit later in the evening anyways so like I have to keep some of that stuff around but I would like to cut back on the amount of frozen throw in the air fryer in the oven foods you know okay yeah and I would like to be able to like not not eat healthy all the time. You know, I right. want to be able to, like, if I'm craving something, you know, be able to go in and grab a cookie or two. And if I can pace myself on that kind of stuff, and if Steven can, you know, it limits the overindulging right. in the non-healthy foods. You're just having the self-discipline, like, exactly. yes, it's there, but I don't need it right now. Right. Or if I want and it, then I can have it. Exactly. Being like, okay, I had a salad for lunch, I had a salad for supper, or, and it doesn't have to be salad. You know, that's just my example. But, like, I ate good for lunch, ate good for supper, I want a treat. I'm gonna go get two cookies or three cookies and have a glass of milk with it. Yep. That is perfectly fine. And I do like to do the, um, like, the reward. You know, it's almost like a reward. Like, yeah. you did good today. This is what you get as your reward. And that, that helps a lot because it's not like you can't have this. Right. This is a no-no. You know, those types of, I'm going to say diet, but it's not a diet. Those types of diets are very... 
unhealthy mm-hmm. because you do good for so long and then it's like screw it i want that cookie and then you realize eat the whole, eat the yeah, whole box of cookies. exactly so like you have to allow yourself to indulge in that kind of stuff so that you don't overindulge in it later that's fair yes yeah okay last question okay your last goal oh gosh you're gonna expand your garden. Your garden was fucking huge last year. So it's what else be, are you adding? Yeah, one sixty by one eighty feet. Okay. So it's about the size it is, but we're using all this footage. So we're using every square foot of the garden. Mm-hmm. I am adding to my garden grapevines. Okay. Blueberry bushes. I'm going to attempt strawberries again because I failed last year. And it's okay to fail because I can just do it again. It's fine. So strawberries. uh, Horseradish. And those are the ones that will come back every year. So those are the plants that will come back every year Mm -hmm. with proper maintenance. And then I'm adding okra and loofahs to my yearly garden. Yeah. Nice. And I'm switching things up. The way I did it last year, it was not spaced properly mm-hmm. and not very functional. So, like, some of the rows you could walk down and they were great. Mm-hmm. The other ones you couldn't. You know, some of the areas I used everything perfectly and then other ones I didn't. So, this year I am rearranging everything and using different so like i'm using my corn stalks as supports for my beans okay like my green beans so that they can grow up like that is very old timey they used to do that like nowadays people put the cattle panels or the fencing up and i'm gonna try that this year so i have i don't know not really it's not really goals with it i just am wanting to expand my garden and add in some new things that I'm not familiar with. Well, that's a goal, you know. You're you're expanding it. You know, you know what you want, right? I do. So yeah. there you go. Nice. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I've already got all of my seeds that I'm going to start from scratch, and then I've got my garden plan, like my layouts. I've got it already. And I just got to get my greenhouse up in February. There you go. Yeah. I've not gotten that far. <laughs> no, not at all. My garden is definitely going to be bigger this year as well. Yeah. Um. But I have not put that much thought and effort into it. I was feeling really down in the dumps the other day because I couldn't go outside. So I did something that made me happy and made me excited for the spring and the summer weather. So, yeah, I went ahead and knocked it all out. I've got all of my seeds in one area. I've got all my starter bulbs in one area. And I've got a list of all the plants I have to buy from an actual greenhouse. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. I do that kind of stuff when I'm feeling down because it makes me happy. There you go. Yeah. You don't know what makes me happy? What? Taking a nap. (laughs) Taking a nap. (laughs) Maybe you should start making plans for your nap 
be like, okay, oh. I'm going to fit a nasty nap in at this time. Ooh, it's going to make me feel so good. And then it'll make the rest of your day feel even better. Perfect. And you'll be like, ooh, I'm going to get the best nap. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I should, really. I spent a lot of my day working on podcast stuff, working on wedding stuff, and then making a trek to town that was interesting, to say the least. Yeah. And now I'm here recording with you. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So, I'm going to skip the next one because the one after that, mom guilt. Why does that shit keep me up at night? Like, like I talked about before, the kids have been out of school for almost a month. Like, at this point, my patience with them is maybe at a one. Because they're driving me insane. One, we have no food in this house because every three seconds somebody's hungry. Yep. When in reality, all they are is bored. Yeah. Two, they're fucking bored all the time. So I'm constantly hearing, what can we do? I'm bored. Bro. There are so many toys in your room. You have a tablet. We have a TV. We have board games. Like, yes, we cannot go outside, but there is plenty of stuff in this house to do. Right. And then the fighting. All of the fighting. Because somebody will look at somebody wrong. And then mom will lose her shit, too, because everybody else is fighting. So the mom's got to get in the middle of it. And then I lay in bed and think about how I lost my mind about 700 times with my kids today. And how I could have done things better, but I didn't. The mom guilt is something that is, I don't know, it's, for me, it's hard to explain. Because I feel guilty about things, like, you don't, you shouldn't feel guilty about or don't have to. Yeah. You're not, you know, not all the time. And for me, it is very hard because... I had, and you did too, we had rough childhoods. Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, like, try to make their childhood better than yours. But then again, you still have to raise children to be respectful, to yeah. be kind, you know, and... And kids give, are assholes. And give them the ability to survive, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I totally, totally understand where you're coming from. I don't know how to put into words my mom guilt because it's so weird. Like, I feel bad about weird things. Like, I feel bad for getting frustrated even though I try to and most of the time, like, keep my cool with them. Mm -hmm. You know, I try not to punish them. And I, you know, I feel like I do pretty good, but then I'm still like, okay, you need to do better. Like, this is not good enough. Your mm-hmm. children are, you know, in my head, I'm like, your children are perfect little angels because everybody, I feel like, should think that their children are perfect little angels. Not mine. No, not all the time, but they <laughs> they are still perfect little angels. Like, they came into this world perfect little angels. Right. And... 
then it makes me feel like I'm failing as a mom because they are acting the way they are. But then we go out in public or they go to daycare or go to their grandparents' house and they're like, oh my gosh, they were perfect. Like they didn't fight. They didn't fuss. You know, they used their nice words. Like they were perfect. They told me they loved me. And I'm like, okay, so am I doing it right or not? And that's what I think about. Yep. So I don't know. Somebody told me once, and this, like, this has been within the past couple of months that somebody has said this to me. And I don't know why, but I think about it very often. And she said, no parent is perfect. I'm just trying to create a life for my kids where only the tiniest portion is what they talk about in therapy. (laughs) Okay. And I'm like, all right, that's fair. Only the tiniest portion of my parenthood is what they talk about in therapy. Because let's be honest, even if you have perfect parents, there is something that you feel like they always did wrong. Like, even if your parents were perfect. Granted, right. I never had perfect parents, okay? And my parents, they they know their flaws, and we're doing better, okay? Um, I'm trying to give my kids a life where only a little bit of what happens in their childhood they have to talk about in therapy. Like... Their mom's a yeller. That is what I am. I don't hit my kids. Like, I I don't. I I talk about whooping their ass. I don't. I My follow-through game sucks. However, I am a yeller. I yell at my kids. And I'm like, will you all knock it the fuck off? That is, like, my one, one thing that I say all the time. Like, will you all just knock it the fuck off? And then I lay in bed and I think about it. And I'm like, why couldn't you just keep your cool? Like, why couldn't you just do it better, Cindy? You suck. See, (laughs) I'm a little different than that. I hope my kids never have to go to therapy, first of all. (laughs) The way I'm going, they're probably all going to need it full time. But I do spank. And when I say spank, like, I swat them on the butt enough to get their attention but not enough to where it even leaves a red mark right after i do it see my thing is the reason why i don't because i threaten it a lot i tell my kids i'm gonna bust their ass all the time it hurts me way more than it fucking hurts them my little soft ass hands right like i try to give them just the slightest tap and my fucking hand feels broken there is No way I can spank my kids. And I'm not going to use a tool. Like, I've used a wooden spoon on Hadley one time. One time, and that's it. And she will never let me live it down, ever. And it it wasn't that hard. I barely tapped her, and then she looked at me and laughed and said, Haha, that didn't hurt. And then I got her good once. Like, I didn't beat her with it, but, like, smacked her ass with it. Not her, and now she will never live it down. However, like, I had parents who used tools, 
And by tools, it was never a wooden spoon. And I just don't want that for my kids. They do get spankings, but mostly from their dad. Because, like I said, mom's frail. But it's not very often either. My kids, I talk about how much they frustrate me. In reality, I have some very good kids. I do. They just know exactly what buttons to push. And that's why I lay in bed at night. And I'm like, I have some pretty amazing kids. But God damn it, like. You want to know a piece of advice that I heard years ago? Your kids only act bad for you because they feel safe with you. Exactly. And I know. And I 1000% know that. And I lay in bed and I'm like, these little assholes only act this way because they really fucking trust me. And they feel safe with me. But some days, I would be a liar if I said that I wish that they didn't fear me just a fucking little bit. <laughs> After this weekend, my kid's better. So there was one point over the weekend when they were both, Piper and Morris, were both just acting like complete hellions, like they weren't listening. They were mocking me because I was like, you need to pick your room up. And they were mocking me. And they are like, ho, ho, ho. And I'm like, nope. And I was very calmly. I said, okay, I need you guys both to come here real quick. And I made them put their hands on the wall. And I was like, okay, stand there with your hands on the wall. And before either one of them could even be like, mom, what are you doing? I swatted both of their butts. Yep. I was like... And you were getting this spank because you were not listening, you were not doing what you're told, and because you're being very not nice. And Piper cried for a minute, went to her room, and started picking her room up. There you go. And Morris ran his little butt in there and started cleaning. And then they were so excited at how good their room turned out. And I was like, guys. This whole mess could have been avoided if you would have listened and picked up your room and if you would keep your room clean. Yeah. So that was Saturday night. And since then, their room has been clean. So I, I just need to do I, I just need to do that like once a week until they get the, you know, whole picture. See, Hadley's chore is to keep her room and her sister's room's room. Because they, it's complicated. They basically share a room. Uh, she has to keep those two rooms clean. And uh, she has maybe cleaned it three times the whole time that they have been yeah. out of. And then wonders why she has to clean it whenever she's in trouble. And I hate doing that. I hate using cleaning as a punishment but nothing else bothers her right more than cleaning so i'm like right. unfortunately like i don't know what else to do i could sit you in the corner but then as soon as you get out of the corner you just look at me like i'm a fucking idiot yeah and you have to find what works for your kids for punishment we went through the same deal with remington the only thing that worked for him was physical exercise so it was like okay you're in trouble 
I'm not going to spank you because it doesn't work. I'm not going to make you do this. I'm not going to make you do this. Uh, you need to run down to the end of the driveway and back. No matter what time of day it was or evening. So, like, sometimes it was getting kind of dark. Mm-hmm. Not dark, but kind of dark. You know, the sun was starting to go down. And he's like, well, it's dark out there. And I'm like, take a flashlight. Yep. You're in trouble. This is your punishment. This is the only thing that works for you. Because, first of all, you're scared of everything. So, you don't want to go outside by yourself. And, like, this was when he was old enough to go outside by himself. Right. And you have to use it. You have to use whatever works as a punishment. hmm You know, if taking their toys away or, you know, tablets, phones, whatever, yep. if that works, then you have to do it. Because they will not learn unless you actually do the thing that upsets them. Yeah. And it sucks. And then that's where part of my mom guilt comes in. Because I shouldn't have to feel this way. No. But any time that I discipline Hadley, because I am her mom. Like, no matter what anybody says, I am her mom and I am able to discipline her. I'm not, like, I'm never forceful with her. Except for that one time I did whip her ass with a wooden spoon. But, like, I lay in bed and I'm like, should I have done that, you know? Like, her mom basically abandoned her and like then I get in my feels about it so I'm like you know should I have punished her but no yes I absolutely should have because she is never gonna learn if she uses the shit that's happening with her mom as a A crutch crutch. yes so even though like the mom guilt eats at me for being tough on her because I am I'm tough on all my kids like Even though I don't whoop their ass, like, I have very high expectations for my kids, and my kids know how to fucking act. And I know that they know how to act. So, and me and Daniel have talked about this before, like, out of a lot of our friends, like, we are the strictest with our kids. We, you know, we have set rules, and they know what those rules are, and I don't care who is here, this is what you're doing, this is why you're doing it, like, I don't care if somebody's coming over, if you're in trouble, you're in fucking trouble. Yeah. So, it's, I feel bad sometimes, but then I have to remember, like, would you feel bad if she was your biological kid? No, I wouldn't, because I expect more out of all of my kids. Right. So, you know, because she just, she's, she acts a lot like her biological mom in a sense where she has learned from the stuff that her mother has done to her how to lie and manipulate. And that is not okay. And she is 10. Right. And she's not that good at it. Right. So we are trying to nip that in the bud so fucking fast. Before it becomes an issue, you know, before she starts doing it at school with her teachers, you know, with other adults where they will believe her, you know. Yeah. We ran into the same situation with Remington and he was going to school saying things about the way we did things at our house. Like he went and told his, told, I, I guess, a counselor or a teacher at school or something that Stephen ran over him with a derby car. And then showed him, showed showed the teacher or whoever it was or the counselor 
this bruise that he had on his leg and it was like a bruise about the size of a like the bottom of a soda can and then it had a little scratch down the middle and he told these people at school that this that his dad ran over him not ran into him ran over him with a derby car jesus and whenever stuff like that happens like the school is a a mandatory reporter so they had to report it and we had to deal with the consequences of it so like that type of stuff does like the lying the stealing the cheating like that type of stuff has to be dealt with Mm -hmm. or they think they can get away with it and then whenever they get caught then it's somebody else's fault yeah so you have to take care of that at a young age and like Kids will fib, like Piper, my four-year-old, she likes to fib, and she'll, we'll ask her just a random question, like, hey, did you toot? And she'll be like, no, you did. And, like, sometimes it's a joke, but then sometimes she's like, no, I didn't, and she gets very defensive of it, and I'm like, sweetie, it's okay to toot. Like, that is 100% a natural body, bodily function, like, it's okay. And she'll be like, okay, mom, yeah, I did. And I was like, baby, you don't lie about that. Like, that is something that is natural. Like, some people try to hide it, and that's okay. I was like, but it's okay. Like, you don't have to feel bad about it. And she's like, okay, mom, I'm sorry. Like, that is something that you have to work on Mm -hmm. starting at a young age. See, we are very lucky where it's never come to being, like, something super fucking outlandish or wild right um like she lies about if she did a chore that she was supposed to do or it's normal for kids absolutely normal but then it comes to when like we have proof of something and we ask her if she did this and it's something that she shouldn't be doing she's like no i would never do that and like we have proof of it and i'm like why'd you lie like you don't need to lie or no, I didn't do that. It was it was so-and-so that did it, and so-and-so told me this and that. And I'm like, listen, girl, like, mom wouldn't be asking you if I didn't know. So, do not lie to me! And then Harper has started tattling on Hadley. And I'm like, stop. Like, I'm not... I'm not the mom who will listen to tattling. I couldn't care less. It's so hard to explain. Like, Harper is young. Yep. It's so hard to explain to young kids, like, okay, like, these are the things you don't tattle about. Yeah. And these are the things you do. You know, because, like, you don't want kids keeping secrets from right. mom and dad. But then again, you don't want them coming to you every five seconds with, oh, they didn't pick up that toy. Right. Uh, they they didn't, they left their shoes where they shouldn't have, you know, like, stuff like that. Well, usually what happens is I will tell the go, the girls to go play. I'll be like, you all need to go play in your room. Like, we're making dinner. That's usually the time that we make our kids go in the other room is we're making dinner. Y'all need to scat. Get out of here. And usually that means Hadley needs to play with her younger sisters. Like, she's 10 years old. She doesn't really like playing with her sisters unless it gets her something. Right. But, like, nope, they're your sisters. Sorry about you. You gotta play with them. So then Harper will come in and tattle on Hadley that Hadley's not playing with them 
or Hadley said something mean because she's getting at that age where she's being very, very rude to her sisters, so then Hadley will get in trouble. Well, then Hadley will come in and tattle on Harper about something just absolutely absurd. And then Hadley will also get in trouble for tattling. And she asked me the other day, she's like, how come I always get in trouble? Because Harper will tattle on me and then I'll tattle on her. And I'm like, you have to listen. Your sister's five. First off, you're being mean to her. That is why you get in trouble. Right. Like, she's coming in here to say that you're being mean to her. So you're getting in trouble. Then you come and tattle because Harper changed the dress on the pink Barbie doll to a blue Barbie doll. Yes, you're going to get in trouble for tattling because that is not something I need to know about. Right. And it's hard to... And even, like, Hadley, she's like, well, you know, she doesn't understand. Like, why is I, why am I getting in trouble when she came in and did the same thing? Like, it's hard to explain to kids, like, only important things need to be tattled yep. about. And that is a very hard... I still don't even know how to explain it. Like, you... How do you explain that to kids? I just tell my kids I don't want to hear them. Like, as much as that makes me sound like an awful mom, like, I don't want to hear you right now, my ears are turned off. As long as nobody is bleeding or dying, I don't want to hear about it. The only time that I can hear you is if someone's bleeding or dying. Yeah. That's what I am always telling my kids, I'm like, unless somebody's bleeding, somebody's choking, or the house is on fire, do not. Do come, not. Do not come in here. Fucking talk to me right now. I love my kids. I just, I feel like I need to reiterate that at the end of this podcast. I love my kids. I love my kids. I love my kids. But fuck them kids. <laughs> fuck them kids. Yeah. All right. Our last topic for the night is who are you other than mom? I have no clue. You don't know who you are? No. Not really. I don't know. I have ideas on who I want to be. Okay. But they all kind of revolve around mom. Like, around being a mom. And a parent. And raising children. So it's, like, so hard for me. Because this is a topic that gets, like, brought up. Like, hey, what are your hobbies? I don't have hobbies. I have kids. You know, like, that is something that I have dealt with for a long time because I don't know. And I want to be like, well, this is this is who I am. Like, I want to be able to come out and be like, this is who I am. But I don't know. I am still working on that, I think. And that's why it is so hard for me to answer that question. Okay. Well, you're Alicia. I am Alicia. I'm Alicia Adams. You love gardening. I love anything living. So I love plants. I love animals. I love being outside. I am kind of a fair weather gal. Like, that's hard to believe because I love being in my garden. The garden, I feel like, or my garden, makes me forget about the weather. And that is so weird to say out loud. So, like, it doesn't matter if it's 180 degrees outside. Like, I'll be outside in my garden. Like, it doesn't matter if it's negative 5. Like, if I have my greenhouse up, I'll be out in my greenhouse. There you go. You know, so, yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Who else am I? 
do a few things, okay? I was trying to, like, kickstart something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I love gardening, and I love being outside, and I love animals. I used to work for, or not work for, but I used to volunteer through a foster or fostering organization for dogs, and I did that for a couple years. And then we kind of stopped doing that, and I just kind of did it on my own. Like, if I saw, I don't know, we had a dog that was about to be put down in the local pound that we took in. And then we found other dogs in the community that have needed help getting back to health to be able to find their homes. And we've had multiple livestock and that kind of stuff. And I love it. I love it all. Like, uh, Stephen came home. I just saw this memory on Stephen's phone the other day. He came home one day and there was two turtles in the bathtub. One of them had a big gouge down its back. And I was looking up how to glue it back. Like, it had a cut on its shell. It wasn't all the way through. But I had a cut on the shell. So he came home and there's two turtles in our bathtub. Aww. Like, I guess that's that would be me. Like, I'm the person that will rescue anyone and everything. And we've had some people live with us before that were in a shitty situation that needed a little help. Uh, a very young couple and their very little daughter. And I, I don't know. I like to help people and animals. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't really explain, but, yeah. I mean, that's that's honestly really good. Um, Who are you, Cindy? Cindy is a jack-of-all-trades. Cindy believes that being a mother is an amazing part of life. And it, I will be a mother for the rest of my life. And so I definitely cherish my children and I love them and I, I love teaching them things and I love doing things with them. But I also know that my kids will not be in my life 24 seven for the rest of my life. Right. Um, and it took me it, like, granted, my kids are only two, five and 10 but, like, it took me genuinely a long time to realize that, to realize that my identity is not mom. I am a mom, and I love being a mom. But I'm not just mom. Cindy is a wild, creative, and genuine person. I love all people and dislike all people all at the same time. Yeah, I agree with that one. <laughs> I I love helping people. I genuinely like being around people, but then there are times where I am a fucking just hermit crab inside my house. I really enjoy the more natural things yes. that a woman does. By natural, I don't mean having a period, because fuck that, first off. Yep. But the more simple, natural things in life. And it took me until about just a couple of months ago to realize that is genuinely what makes me happy, is the simple things in life. I used to always think that I loved to be on the go, that I wanted 
to time fucking block every motherfucking thing and just constantly be busy. But I learned, mainly through therapy, that that is a trauma response. Because if I have time to myself, I think about all the awful things that have happened in my life or that could happen in my life or past, present, future, everything. And I have taken that and I've started doing the more simple things in life like I love baking. I absolutely love it. That is my passion. I have baked so much fucking bread, so many rolls, cinnamon rolls, all kinds of stuff, cakes. I love baking. Decorating? Nah. Baking? Yes. I love the thought. I haven't done it yet. I like the thought of it, though. Panning. Yeah. And being able to store and have my own food and just do, like, more homemaking, homesteading things. I genuinely enjoy that. I enjoy being a... Two different things here. I enjoy being a a woman's woman, which to me means I enjoy my feminine, whatever. Femininity. Thank you. I don't think that's right, but. It is. I don't know. Femininity. I enjoy femininity. being feminine. I enjoy, like, I can do a lot of things. I don't want to do a lot of things, okay? Like, I can change a tire. If my tire goes flat, if Daniel's with me, though, I'm going to let him do it. Right. I feel like it feeds into both of us. Like, he loves being a masculine man, a manly man, and I like being a woman's woman. I like doing all of the womanly things. And then I also enjoy being a girl's girl. As much as there are people in this world that I don't like, if they were ever put in a situation where I thought that they would be in danger, you would step in and I would absolutely it. step yes. in. Yes. Like I am a girl's girl forever. And then the last thing is my passion is podcasting. I genuinely enjoy talking to people. I hope that the things that I say can relate to somebody and make them feel good about themselves and maybe make them relate. Um with twenty twenty four coming up, like I talked about in the other episode. One of my goals is to make more podcasts, and that's my plan, and that's what I'm doing, and that's literally, like, they're already in the works. Like, this shit is already happening, so I just hope that one day people will see me as Cindy, the podcasting crazy lady, not just Cindy the mom. Like, it's really good. Yeah, thank you. It's really good. Yeah. That is who I am. And so, yeah, I think, like, I guess our homework for this week, for everyone who's listening, like, who are you other than fucking mom? Because you're somebody. Who are you? And if you're like me and you don't know how to answer that question and you're still working on figuring that out, who do you want to be? Absolutely. Because I'm still working on who I am. There are things that I am passionate, but, you know, like Cindy, I did not have that, like, I don't have that all figured out for myself. And so I'm still working on who I am becoming and who I want to be. 
So if you can't answer the question, who are you, who do you want to be? Absolutely. Yes. And you can do that. Yes. You don't have to just be mom, I promise. <laughs> so, mamas, I think we are going to end this week on your homework on either who you are or who you want to be. Because although you will be mom forever, you're not going to be mom 24-7. Exactly. So... We will talk to you all next week. Bye. Later.